Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, people can, understandably, get the ick when it talks to talking about death, especially their own death and their own funeral arrangements. But not doing so can, when it actually happens, create even more anguish. Kate Tim is a funeral celebrant in the UK and has founded the rather jolly-sounding Coffin Club. Afternoon, Kate. Good afternoon, Sean. How are you? Not too bad. So could you tell us how does a Coffin Club work? Oh, how does Coffin Club work? Well, it's an educational platform where people come to find out all about all the options available to them for their end-of-life celebration. So that rather than being at a point of bereavement where it's difficult to ask difficult questions or think creatively, so you end up just being channeled to having, you know, the same old, same old, either at the church or 20 minutes up the creme, you're able to think outside the box, excuse the pun, about maybe being in a back garden, village hall, seedy bar, wherever you like, really. Right. And that would also include uh, um, designing your own coffin. It can do. So you can come and just do the educational side of it. And we have invited speakers who are professionals in the field. So we might have a forward thinking funeral director or an end of life doula or somebody who's done a family led funeral. So they haven't used a funeral director at all. We might have the manager of a local mortuary. So you come and you do a funeral wish list, gaining all this information that you're getting from all these people. And then if you want to, but you don't have to, you can also decorate your own coffin, which we get flat packed coffins from a company called Coffin in a Box. Um, So you can paint the panels and then stick it under your sofa or under your bed, wherever you like, until a point of need. Okay, And and in what ways will people decorate their coffins that you've seen so far? Well, we've had um, we've had one or two people who are, you know, great artists, so they will paint something fabulous. But most of the people who come, you know, they don't have a lot of artistic talent, including myself and the other Kate. We can barely hold a crayon between us. Um, so there's a lot of cutting and sticking goes on. <laughs> but really, it's about things that are meaningful to that person. So we had a guy who... He'd really travelled widely in his life, so he stuck on lots of maps from different places that he'd been. He really loved live music, so there were loads of tickets and different gigs that he'd been to. He went to lots of festivals, so there were flyers for WOMAD and different festivals that he'd been to. So just stuff that reflected his life. We had a woman who was very musical, and she stuck like musical scores all over her coffin so mm. just sheet music which was really lovely then um we had someone who was into elvis so, <laughs> <laughs> so he was on her coffin and then another lady who basically put um the names of her children and grandchildren so that they would go with her in perpetuity so mm. it's kind of all you know it's all different and what reflects that person yeah, and would most of the people who who come along are uh, who are in, uh, who come on online or indeed order a coffin? Uh, do they have some rough idea when end of life might take place, or are they just thinking this? So, best to think about it in advance? Um, the people that actually come to our coffin club, um, 
each time we've had one person who's terminally ill. So the other people don't necessarily know at what point they'll be using their coffin. But generally, they've had a bad experience of a funeral. Um, so they've either had a funeral for mom or dad or a close relative and they have found the process <laughs> distressing, but kind mm. of for the wrong reasons and didn't necessarily get an outcome that they were happy with. And they don't want that to be the case for their family. So that's why they come along to Coffin Club to put everything in place and to get what they want and for their family to know what it is that they want. Because that's the other thing that we find as funeral celebrants. When you go and talk to families and they go, oh, I don't know. I don't know what music she would have wanted. And they feel bad that they don't know, but they didn't have those conversations. You know, we are all going to die and yet we're very reluctant to talk about it. Yeah. And the, those people who had had previous experiences that, that were unhappy, apart from for the obvious reasons, what, what kinds of experiences did they have? Um, well, I, I think it's about communication. I think it's a, they felt bad that they didn't necessarily know what the person who had died would have wanted. B, they felt like they were not told all the choices they could have had. So kind of retrospectively, they feel this regret when they find out, oh, I could have been in the back garden and he absolutely loved the back garden. And if I'd have known that's what I would have done. Um, also things like, um, embalming, whether you actually need it or not, just kind of all, all sorts of things. And, and I know one guy said to me about his mum that at the end of the funeral, she really wanted to go and touch the coffin and say like a personal goodbye to her husband, but she wasn't sure if she was allowed to do so. And, you know, that's really sad because the only thing she remembers from that funeral is the fact that she didn't go and do it and she regrets it. And, and, you know, you only have one chance to get this right. So the people who come to Coffin Club, they, they want to get it right. They don't want their family to have any retrospective regrets, you know, looking back. Yeah, I suppose, though, at the same time, it's one of those things that people in general might be a bit leery of speaking about, almost as if you go to Coffin Club and start making preparations, that'll hasten the whole process. Oh, yeah, you're going to jinx it, aren't Mm. you? I I can tell you, if you talk about sex, you're not going to get pregnant. And if you talk (laughs) about death, you're not going to die. That's not how it works. I talk about death all the time and I am currently still here (laughs) Um, and actually if you start talking about death in a really normal way it just normalizes it and people start being normal about having those conversations it's if you're weird about it you know if you can't say the word coffin and you get all funny then people are made uncomfortable but if you can just normally talk about death, it becomes a really normal subject to talk about. It's also a, something of a kindness, I would have thought. If you leave behind a set of instructions about you know, the, the, the kind of funeral you want, that takes at least a wee bit of pressure off the people who are actually organising the funeral. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I have done funerals where I did one um, earlier in the year where it was a fairly young woman she was around my age, she was in her early 50s and she left really clear instructions. She she named which crematorium she wanted to go to, she'd chosen all her music and she'd even written her own eulogy and I read it in first person because that's how she'd written it 
And there was a little video of her fr- of her phone of her messing about with her cat, um, who she then at the end of the video tells to f off, which is really funny <laughs> and very her. So it was just kind of brilliant. And her husband, who was just you know, he was so destroyed by her death, but he knew exactly what she wanted, and it just made it. It wasn't that additional pressure for him because it was there, ready to go, and it was just perfect because she had made it perfect for her so how many clubs do you have operating at the moment um so there are eight around the country um some are actually up and running others are in the process of getting up and running so we do actually have one in belfast which is you know in the early stages of getting set up um i know that's over the border for you Hmm. um so, yeah, so we've got eight in various stages around the country. Okay, that's fantastic. Keep up the good work. Kate Tim is co-founder of the UK Coffin Club. Kate, thanks a million. Thank you for speaking to me. Have a good day. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.